anybody listening to Earth tonight on the satellite radio? Anybody listening to us tonight on the satellite radio? East FM 88.1, 107.1. It's time for the happy hour. We talk sports. My name's Jim Gillis here. How are you, Gillis? I'm very well, Jim. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone listening to us this evening. Looking forward to, uh, well, I'm not sure what sort of opinion I can offer, but some sort of shade of something that might be a bit different to what you thought. Some sort of shade of something. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, for the past couple of episodes, I've gone straight in there and said, your Chiefs, they're no good. Correct. Um, they went down again. Yes. Um, bravely. Is that, a, is that a word we'd use or sort of just, you know, because they didn't get their ass kicked is what I'm getting at. Well, uh, they've lost all four games. That's the reality. Yeah. Um, Do they go bravely? Yeah. I mean, I... I was in the um, a big rainstorm in the, in the open only hotel watching that match in front of an open fire, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was easy to get distracted when we weren't playing that well. So, um, but yeah, again, it just looked like same thing. It's, it's very interesting. Um, Warren Gatlin must be. Um, I'm not sure what he must be doing, but it's not what he. Yeah, the no. results are nowhere near where no. I would expect them. To Warren be. Ball. Yeah, I mean, and for a guy who's accustomed to, to success as well, mm-hmm. um, obviously did pretty well with with Ireland and uh, Ireland, sorry, Wales and he did the, coach the Ireland Lions. for a while. He did, yeah, uh, but didn't do so well. That's why I bought that. Up. I don't recall him being a superstar with Ireland. Um, or the Wasp or something? Didn't he coach them uh, as well? Yes, stretching the memory banks a little. He bit had some team. Fair. He had some team in London. Either the I think it was the Wasps. Maybe Wasps. Yeah, one of those London that teams. he took that he took up and and uh, and had a successful two or three seasons in it on the trot, I believe. Yep. Long time. That was one of his original things. Okay. Well, that was probably the last time he won anything. Possibly. Right. Yeah. It was, it um, it, at the moment, it's just not going to plan, is it? <laughs> no. No. Admittedly, they they're kind of the new Blues in the sense that um, they can't beat any of the New Zealand teams. But I'm sure if they had a dig at some of the Aussies or South Africans, they'd probably go okay. <laughs> they dust up the Aussies reasonably yeah. easy, I'd imagine. I think that's sort of where we're at. They're, they're sitting about tenth from the ladder in the old money. Yes, that which makes is sense. yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we can't quite because the Blues remember they had a few seasons of not being able to get over the line with New Zealand teams. Mm-hmm. They're like they just sort of blow it at halftime and you know fall asleep and yeah, they, they would they, come back because they didn't know how to win. No, they had a fan- fantastic games that looked like they were competing, yeah. um, and they. Generally, maybe not number tens, but they typically had a great. You know, there's great players in their team. Yep. Um, They're just not gelling for whatever for reason. whatever reason. Yeah. Couldn't do it. And I don't. I actually, I don't place this Chiefs team in the same kettle of fish as that Blues team. I'm not sure whether you you, you would agree or not. No, the Blues were a different type of shit. Yeah, weren't they? They were a different shade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Than the, what we're looking at right <laughs> That's now. Right. With the uh, with the Chiefs. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh, we're away now. I think we're oh, we're away for more games than we're than we're not. I think I think yep. we had three at home. Yeah, that looks right. So uh, maybe it was two and two. Who knows? But anyway, looking forward to the re- re- bounce back and, and play the away games. Uh, I think the Crusaders. We're playing at home on an afternoon. Good times. Um, so that would be good for the Crusaders, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> probably to run rampant. But who knows? Um, and this weekend we see uh, the Crusaders. Taking on the Blues, and, and obviously the biggest game in quite some time. This is, uh, this is remarkable, yes. Remarkable. Um, Will Jordan has been left out of the Crusaders. Have you seen this? Uh, when I say left out, he's on the bench. Oh, yes. But the guy, I think he's the top try scorer in the, try scorer in the competition. Right. Uh, and he's been playing the roof down, mm-hmm. and everyone's just saying all black this, all black that. Reminds me of Christian Keller and all these superlatives. Uh, Etc. And they've um, Scott Robinson's decided to put him on the bench, and he's put his faith in David Harvilly, who who has played some good rugby in the past. 
Havili, for me, always lacked a little bit of X factor to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he chimed into the back line nicely when the Crusaders were just bulldozing over everybody mm-hmm. and scored some, you know, well-taken tries. Um, aerial skills are okay. But I think for me, um, similar with Will Jordan, he's just got that top-class pace mm-hmm. and just the way he punches into the gap. And he he's the kind of guy, if you've got superstar backs like the Blues do, um, I you know, your most potent attack and weapon is, is well, apart from Severis probably, but he's been left on the, on the sideline. A bit strange. Did you see this players poll this week? Um, some guy used to work at Radio Sport put out a, a what do you call it, like a, a blindfold sort of poll, an anonymous poll mm-hmm. to uh, Super Rugby players in New Zealand, and the results were quite interesting. They all came back with my old mate Bowden Barrett as the best thing since sliced bread. Strangely, his brother got thirteen percent uh, as the greatest player that ever lived. Oh, really? Uh, Bo, uh, Geordie Barrett, I mean. So, ever lived. Well, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Right. I'm prone to hyperbole, you okay. see. But with the Barretts, you know, anything's possible. Yes, they of course. Just, they just seem to dominate. But but uh, interestingly enough, Geordie also voted 13% of biggest grub in the game. Biggest well. grub, really? Grub, yeah. That yeah. right. And the title claimed by Dane Coles, which is pretty obvious right. that he was going to win it. He loves that little, um, bit, of, little yeah. bit of carry on. He, lo- he loves it, doesn't he? He loves getting involved. So, Yeah. Geordie Barrett, you know, was, was star it, of the future, but also future thug. <laughs> future thug. Is that a um, that the poll that came out and asked about the All Black coach as well? They did. I was getting to that. Oh, really? Yes. What did you think of that? 26% of people think, so one in four players yes. think having Ian Foster in charge is the right move. Right. Yeah, that is um, that is interesting. <laughs> Quite telling, isn't it? It is interesting because if you don't, if, if you lose the shed, uh, if that's where it is. Um, now, with that, with this exclusively All Blacks, or were these rugby players? So was, I'm from not- what I understand, there were a hundred players selected from ah oh, yes, uh, Super Rugby and anonymous poll voting right. system. Um, yeah. Having said that, I don't know the breakdown. Was it twenty players per per franchise that were gave results, or was it thirty players at one and forty at another? I, I really don't know. No, I don't know the scientificness. No, of it. no, no. Yeah, I, I suppose I was more interested from the point of view of um, those that are fringe or nowhere near the All Blacks. Yeah, you know, if they're involved in this, or it's just they're not. Because if, if it was the All Blacks, okay, themselves. Yep. Then yeah, one one and four go. Man, this guy's no good. I don't want yeah. him. And, and that would be pretty concerning, isn't that'd it? That'd be huge. But it's still it's still eye, eyebrow raising, and I still think. I mean, I don't know if they got it right. We mm. won't know until they play. Um, and when that is, who knows? And who knows? So yeah. <laughs> this is entirely academic. They're going to have to do what um, Australia uh, do in the Australian rules rules football. Um, whereby they select a Australian team at the end of the season. Uh, that plays no one. Okay. Yeah, and it doesn't even play the high. Well, occasionally that hybrid game we spoke about with the Irish, but um, okay, this is our dream team. Generally, they select a team a bit like how Americans select all American teams. Have right. you ever heard that, yes, that of phrase course. in movies and stuff? They love it. Basically, they you know this is a, a championship winning team, and these are the best players this year. But they won't play anyone. But still, no, just seems a bit stupid to me. Just just look at these guys and imagine what they could do. Imagine what they can do. Yeah, but, but you'll never you. know. So. You'll never know. So, Maybe you know. it's, oh, it seems to work. Keeps bringing them back. Seems to work. Apart from Will Jordan being on the bench, um, the Blues made a little bit of a uh, surprising selection. Harry Plummer at mm-hmm. 12 ahead mm-hmm. of the reliable TJ Fiani. However, um, looking at I think it's a ploy um, to bring another playmaker into the game. So effectively another fly half mm-hmm. has been slotted into 12. So they've got 
uh, Barrett, Black, and Plummer if everything turns to shit. Mm-hmm. And you think that's the the right thing? I think that's why they've done it. Yeah. Um, Would you th- do that? Because it wasn't uh, TJ. He was showing a bit of form, was he not? He was. He, had, he was a little bit quiet in the last game, but uh, usually, if a if a midfield back is quiet, they've usually had a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in terms of defensively and stuff like that. Maybe didn't make the breaks he you know you know could, but. Hey, whatever. So they're obviously expecting some form of. Um, uh, I think it's this crusade. And, well, this yeah. crusaders guy, Tom Christie. I think they're going to either give a. There'll be a bit of kicking from the base. Finley Christie has has uh, actually got the nod ahead of Sam Knock, as predicted by me. Yes, so I'm showing uh, off. I was going to hit that one up, but yes, you were. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that. Uh, so the um, fiery head firebrand. Mm-hmm. Or what did I call him last week? It was something like that. Um, Possibly. Mm. So anyway, know. The, the Fanta Pants. They'll that, know. Yeah, you everyone know. will know. Sure, as soon as you see sure. him on TV. Yeah. Um, he's gone to half. And I think a Terry Black, his kicking game is going to be a bit different than it has been in recent times. Mm-hmm. Weather's going to play a big part. It'll be cold. What are they expecting? At the it's, moment. It's, a, it's down south? It is down south. It will be it's cold. going to be cold. And it's as, in the as evening as well, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to be yeah. a Yeah, it's not going to be a nice game. It's not. If Christchurch turns it on with the wind, if they played it in the afternoon, I'll have to double check. But the afternoon games are always Sundays now, aren't they? Correct. So that yeah, it'll be at night. Yeah, um, be interesting. I'm. I don't know where to go. I personally, I think the Blues might win it. Um, if I was betting, I would take the Crusaders. But in my head, I think the Blues. Well, my heart, my Blues will probably. I think the Blues have got the. The they've cattle. got the strike power. I think now. they've That's got the, the, the cattle and the, and the strike power, yeah. and they seem to be playing with uh, the packs, something they haven't had for a long. And the packs, you yeah. know, two Pelotu. Uh, yeah. I mean, how well is he playing? Yeah, big engine. Correct. And I found uh, out this week he's a Cantabrian. Did you know that? Did I know that? I thought he was one of the Auckland Usos, no. but he's apparently not. He, he's actually from Christchurch. Oh, really? Because he went to St. Peter's, didn't he? I, I think that's about when he came to Auckland. Right. Yeah. Right. So, well, okay. I just I'll cut him some slack. Yeah. But yeah. I just assumed. Uh, I saw there was something a bit different about him. Yeah, he wasn't like a, a typical Auckland guy we have in our team. But it was, um, yeah. Well, that, that sort of accounts for things, doesn't it? Mm. No, he. Um, but he's, he's going great. He's guns. And you've got offer up front. Um, Tua Kanafi's back on the bench. I noticed as well. He's yes. been gone for a while. Um, he, yep. Yep. So you know, it's they've got parity up front now. That's the difference that they haven't had with the Crusaders before. Um, that. Tom Christie's a bit of a star on the um, side of the scrum for the Crusaders. Yeah, I think he's going to target Harry Plummer. Right. That's that's part of it. Yes. Um, I know Plummer can kick all right in his left boot, though, so they'll probably use him as the left side option. Gotcha. Um, if I had to, as I said, if I had to pick it, I think the Blues will just get there. Mm. What do you think? <clears throat> well, I'd like to see that. I remember watching, I actually travelled down to Christchurch from Auckland. Yeah, Might have been Wellington. In 2004 and caught the second half of the last game um, won by Auckland. Did you go to watch the whole game? Or no, just, no, I just okay. arrived at a friend's place in Christchurch. Sure. And the, at, that, at that stage, I believe uh, the Cantabs were real, the Crusaders were ahead. Yep. Um, and this is when Carlos uh, scored that try. And he gave him the fingers. Yeah, so basically he went, he, he, yeah, it was he end, off, didn't it? It was end to end try for a yep. start. And then at right on the right on the final whistle, or near enough, walks underneath the main goalpost and hangs all right, and walks to the to the sideline. <laughs> yeah, it's classic. Footage, and places yeah. it down. I remember watching that. Yeah, and yeah. then makes his own, and that drew the game. So yeah. when he had to get kick his own yeah. conversion. Yeah. So he puts it down, and, and I remember the Cantabs in the room. And he did room. it. Yeah, and he did yeah. it straight, the, straight into the fingers like to the crowd. Like it was nothing, eh? Yeah. He just went, oh, whoops, yeah. I just won the game. I just won the game. And uh, they hated it so oh, much. They'll be remembering Imagine it. the rage oh, involved. 
any time. How much rage was it? Talk us through the rage. Well, the dude, the, 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 the one canteen, I was with another, with another white cat. Were man. you in a bar or? No, no, I was at a friend's place. So okay. it was in, like a private environment. Yeah. The usual bile that can, yep. cantabs can spill about the blues. Sure. Um, and probably warranted in some cases. Sure. But the, uh, yeah, the Spencer's a show pony and shouldn't do that yeah. and no respect. And yeah. like, maybe he just did. He just and, he, did. and from memory, he was wanted in the clock, wasn't he? Correct. Yeah. Because that put the blues, I think, seven ahead or eight ahead or something from memory. Uh, yeah. Or was it more than that? Have we just already won it by no, then? No, or? I think it was the, the winning points with it. And the, he went to the right to the edge of the um, dead ball line yes. and said, F you, and just put it there and wasted another 30 seconds. Yes. And it was quite clever in the end. And then he nailed the kick. And that was, uh, yeah, and then did the fingers to the crowd. And they hated it. They wouldn't believe that. Oh, that was glorious. Yes. So that was. As, uh, as a blues fan. I'd like to see. Oh, I enjoyed that too. As a, as yeah, a, but you'd like to see that sort of spectacle again. Oh, for sure. I'd love to. Well, I'd love to see. The, I'd love to see the Blues win down you there. That would be brilliant, though. If DC was playing this game, which he's not, because no. Matt Duffy's on the bench. Yes. Um, Dan Carter scoring a try, similar to Carlos Spencer, right at the death. To what his do you, old. What do you think would happen to you, his old province? Do you think he'd make it out alive? Hmm. There'd be some. Sour tastes tastes in the mouths of a lot of people. A lot of people. If that was to happen, yeah. Uh, particularly, he does the fingers to them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's take the fingers out. Let's <laughs> oh, say Dan Carter <laughs> didn't do the fingers. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him to do the fingers. I mean, he's not going to look at the crowd and go, "Glad I left this shithole" yeah. or something like that. I'm glad he's. Yeah, I'm glad he's, he's gonna, not going to do that. He's going to try his best to score a try, but of course, he's not on the field anyway. No. Maybe a water boy. So it's all a moot point. Really, yes, isn't it? Like that all-star American team, whatever. They're a moot point. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It sort of robbed me of the the um, just the human interest, you know, the fascination I would have. Well, it was almost a nature documentary, isn't it? Seeing Carter sort of playing for for the Blues. It uh, so far it is fascinating. Uh, it is fascinating. Uh, well, he hasn't gone the field, but you know, you get where I'm getting. Well, at. it isn't. Obviously, he's, he must be having some impact. Yeah. Uh, both him and, and Barrett. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I think that is probably rippling through the team, the back line particularly. Yep. They've got the forwards. They Definitely can look the after themselves, line. but the yep. backs are, you know, they're going, man, I've got this guy here, I've got that guy here. Everyone's playing pretty well anyway. Yep. Um, and that, that feedback and that experience you get during the week, I mean, that's that's the um, that's the real value of someone like Carter. That's yep. incredible. Absolutely. Um, those guys must be just uh, wrapped would be, mm. would be how Well, there were some guys in that Blues team that, when they were born, Carter, or when they were kids, Carter was probably playing already for the All Blacks. Oh, of course. Yeah, if yeah. you do the maths on it. Yeah, one of them's... Uh, he's, what, 38 or something? I think it? he's 38. The, I believe the youngest player is eight, in the squad is 18. Yeah. So it's 20 years. There you there. go. Yeah. And yeah. he's been in All Blacks since, what, he made his debut. Hmm, he was around, was it 02? He was 2002, around, did he, I think. Did he start in 01 like, like McCaw? McCaw was in 01 From in Ireland. From the 01 team, because they, they went over the UK and they took, I think they took David Hill. David Hill was kind of the next thing, good, wasn't good he? Man. Mm, and then he uh, and Regan uh, King, Regan King, yes, another good Waikato man. He kind of disappeared overseas and wasn't heard from for a while, was he? or at all. Again, I don't think I read about him about a year or two. He ago. went to France or something, didn't he? Or yes, and then I think he ended up in England. Yeah, yeah, but he was, he had quite a good career over the Northern Hemisphere, from what yes. I understand. Yeah, but he left pretty early. He was a bit of a Charles Pietau, wasn't he? he left. Yeah, without the fanfare. Uh, without the fanfare. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's a little bit of because he, he he was a good player. Yeah, but he hadn't he hadn't reached his peak. So, but to that, that was part of the, <clears throat> but that was part of the disappointment of it, wasn't it? That of he course. Le- he left because before he'd reached that. You're like, man, just see this. Because he's left footed too. Hey, eh? left footed, and he, he had a big big kick on him, and he was really good positionally as a fullback as well. So it's a bit of a shame. It was. Yeah, big, big shame. 
Who knows? On to the Warriors. Which ones? Which one? The Golden State. Not the Golden State Warriors. We're keeping it local because Mark isn't here. If, the, if, if basketball would have been on the agenda, had Mark. Uh, yeah. So the rugby league, rugby league stuff. Warriors. The rugby league Warriors who who won a game um, against the Brisbane. Bron- Were you aware of this? Or? Yes, I I okay. was aware of that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the uh, I prepped well for this. Yeah. Uh, what is odd to me? There's a couple of things that are odd to me. Uh, one is obviously they won. Uh, the next yep. thing would be the Broncos. I hadn't realised that they'd lost six in a row now. Six in a row. Yeah. yeah. So I hadn't realised that they're on. I mean, yeah. When I think the Broncos, I think of a you know um, you know a winning outfit. You're uh, thinking of Steve Renoff Renouf. Oh, that would be a yeah. And, those are, those uh, are good days. And, yeah, that and was, those are the good guys. days. The King it's and wee while ago. Wee um, while ago. Things have moved on. The NRL. We've talked about how it's a bit of a circus. Um, before, after that game when the Warriors beat the Broncos, it was almost they went back to the studio and it was um, whichever girl they've, they've uh, got for the <laughs> whatever show they've got four women on Fox Sports. Oh, okay, and they kind of just rotate them around the shows. Okay, um, so anyway, it was one of them, and I think Greg Alexander Brandy, mm-hmm. and basically they didn't talk about the Warriors playing well at all. It was all the Broncos that lost six in a row. The players are crying. Anthony Seabold's about to to hang himself. Um, you know, it was just the end of the world. It, it literally was in the studio. They were sitting there, all, uh, sitting there, all shocked, like. And no one paid any. So, so, so I'll ask, literally, no one cared that so, the Warriors had won. I'll ask the question: Did the Warriors play well? They did very so, well, uh, but against a poor outfit, or uh, not a poor outfit, but certainly an outfit that should is, be beaten. It should, well, certainly now. No, to be fair, the Broncos probably had the upper hand in the first half. Right. Um, Warriors just keep making comeback after comeback in the end, sort of pull away. But um, so Warriors they, just saw show more spirit and resolve. I think probably what disappointed the analysts more was the fact that the Broncos just didn't look interested. You know, parts of it. Uh, right. But like how the Warriors had in the week before. Uh. Do you know what I mean? Up and down. Sure, um, at least they're in their own country still. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, it is remarkable. And, and then, of course, um, the decision to let Blake Green go. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and related to his to his player agent, this agent's been debarred. Moses, sure that's what it is. yeah, yeah. It, it seems so, quite quite remarkable that this is the – somebody who represents Cameron Smith as well. Yeah. And, and, and Cameron uh, Smith, you think, would just be above reproach. You know, he'd, have, he'd have someone who was, you know, qualified at Oxford or something yeah, as his agent. Got, this, Do you know I, what I mean? I mean, I don't know. What, what, what's it – he seems to be a fermenting um, unrest think, in the ranks. I think they just see him as a troublemaker is basically mm. what it came down. A bit like when Sonny Bill with Coda NASA and um, right. his, his agent back in the day. Um, someone who uh, they gave too much rope originally to um, in the halcyon days of the NRO when he was getting set up sort of 10, 15 years ago. Um, and now he... Basically, I think he's sort of just parading his clients and saying, you know, we're not doing this, we're not doing that, being difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it must be pretty difficult. Well, because the players, I mean, it's an agent's job to do that, to get the best for their player, right? But also I think the feeling was he's getting best for himself yep. as opposed to uh, to the player. So I don't really know the inner workings or what, what's happened uh, within the confines no. of the NRL. But no. there's obviously – he's pissed off enough people. Well, they're dropping it. Exactly. They're saying no. It's pretty severe action. I don't like I mean, your agent. Yeah. That's pretty. That's some Jerry Maguire shit. That's you know pretty. I mean? um, yeah, that's. Uh, he must. It must be significant. What he's, whatever he's up to. Yeah, um, it's intriguing. Yeah, no, it's good they got a game. Um, two in a row. You reckon? Who have they got next? Okay, 
They've got the Titans. Now, this is why it's interesting because the Titans are semi-shit as well. Okay, um, so that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, so it's sort of two semi-shit teams in two weeks. So I'm happy to take that. Great. It's a 50-50 for me. Personally, I think the Warriors will probably win, but... If you're a betting man, you go with the Titans. Mm, no, nah, if I'm a betting man, I'd probably go with the Warriors still. Okay. I think they'll be on a bit of a high after getting over the line because it's... It's been a real enigma since they've been over there. They had, remember, about two, three weeks ago, they had that good win and then uh, got thumped. Yes. Um, I thought the momentum of the game, they got thumped, though, the Melbourne game. Yes. I thought the momentum changed a lot um, with the refereeing. I think there was, if you can never put a, not put the whole game down to it because they were genuine, they did genuinely suck. But (laughs) they did have some ascendancy in the first half and they were looking pretty good. Then they had a couple of contentious calls, as they always do. Yes. Because it's a New Zealand-based team. And... And from there, they kind of the heads drop when when uh, Melbourne sort of got a try against a run of play, and then from there that turned into I want to go home and I don't want to tackle anybody anymore, <laughs> and that's what happened. Then they obviously got a big rocket afterwards. Yes, I would assume so. Anyway, you need to. Well, that, that I, mean, I mean that's what prompted the owners to to you know shoot Kearney's guy out. Yeah, yeah, exactly, shoot Kearney. So, mm. oh. uh, strange times at the club, but. Hey, just keep winning. That's all you have to do. Just keep your head in the game and don't get distracted by other stuff. And it sounds easy. And ideally, stay out of Victoria. By the yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it sounds easy, but, but Victoria could be the easiest part to keep away. But yeah, that's remarkable, isn't it? Absolutely remarkable. Um, Raiders v Storm is probably the pick of the games um, for me this weekend. Cowboys and Roosters kick us off on Thursday night tonight. Um, but Ra- Raiders and Storm, I think that'll be a hell of a game actually. Um, so I'm not sure where they're playing that. Can they play in Canberra yet, or are they playing this in, in Central Coast or somewhere? I'm not no idea. Sure. I mean, so, so the, the Storm, are they actually allowed to play in, in, in Melbourne, or is that closed off? I would suspect it's closed off. Oh, okay, so they're probably set up somewhere else. So they're also away from home. Yep, they're affected. But it's the Storm. They can win anywhere. It doesn't really make, right. make much difference. And they don't like losing. Um yeah, they're once they're a bit like the Crusaders in the sense that you can never really count them out of a game. No, no, I'd definitely. I mean, they and I know for to a degree the Warriors have been a uh, bit of a bogey team for them at times. They have. They've actually um, beaten them a few times. Yeah, given yeah. them and and even at home, even in Melbourne, yes. the Warriors have won a few times. Yeah, so yeah. and that's I suppose what keeps <laughs> keeps the faith. <laughs> keeps the faith. What did you think of Cameron Smith coming into the Warriors uh, dressing room after they got pumped? Like, um, was it forty to five, ten, or something? And and saying a few words. Basically, he came and said, oh, you know, we're, um, you know, thanking them for their participation and this sort of stuff. You know, it was it was, it was sort of a bit of a ladies in the kitchen at the aftermatch sort of a speech. Yes. But. Was it, te- you could hear it, it was televised. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe, oh, maybe what, someone caught it on. on this is your contacts updated you. No, no. Huh? I, it was, this was general. This is all yeah. over the shop. Um, uh, major, what do I think about that? Um, came in, do you think it was condescending? Would you have just said F off uh, camera? Or would you have said, "Oh, you know, he's been a nice guy, blah blah blah," because yeah. you know he's the biggest he's the biggest star in the game, pretty much. He is. Uh, what would I have thought if I was just being hammered? I would uh, have been angry. I seriously would have. I probably would have been a bit irked. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the rest. Of, yeah, there would have been. I don't think I would have flared at him. No, um, you wouldn't have flared at him. Probably not. No, <laughs> but I would have gone. Oh, Nah, yeah, I'd say just chill out. Just chill out. But I'd man. let him run his rant. But if he carried on, then then, then perhaps. But uh, I suppose it's been hailed as a as a 
Yeah, mate, chip and bonding and yeah. our games. There we go. I can see in our game. Oh, yes. We talked about that, didn't we? No, but I can see uh, where he was going with, you know, he's a guy whose charge has been the mouthpiece. He's a mature guy. He's, what, 37 or something. Mm-hmm. So he's been around in 20 years. Um, players look up to him. And I think he probably thinks that it's his role to um, consolidate the Warriors or, or whoever it is when they get pumped by, by the storm and yes. and go and, you know, and help them out somehow. I don't know how exactly, but personally I would have said piss off. Yeah, I mean, I, that's me. I think it's been received as in, in, in goodwill, so if that's yeah. the case, then that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it was, was it though? Or was that just a journalist trying to say, oh, the they loved it? Oh, yeah, we've just been condescended twice. Yep. by this man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they would have taken it. <laughs> it's it's hard to say without speaking to the players is the first thing. Most of them will just probably toe the line. Mm. Um, but, you know, you always need that rogue. You need that Sione Farmoina sort of guy that'll say something, no, nah, we want him to piss off or, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I threw a beer at him or that, if yes. they drank beer. I, I threw a, um, a isotonic drink yeah. or something at him now. Hydration uh, liquid at them. Hydration. We're going to play a bit of uh, Betty Davis Eyes here on East FM 88.11.7.1 and we'll be back soon to the happy hour. Stay tuned. Kim Carnes. You like her voice? Or is it a bit Rod Stewarty for you? Oh, there's certainly some Rod there. However, yeah. no, I, think, I think it's got a um, a wonderful tone. I was yeah. going to say hue, but that's colour. It is, it is colour, yeah. Yeah, so tone uh, and, and uh, distinct. Yeah. Certainly those things. Absolutely. But I don't I haven't listened to that long song a lot, but no, I'll pay more attention well, to, in future, to, if you could, please. to her voice. Yeah. East FM 88.1107.1. You're on the happy hour. We talk sports. I'm Jim. Giller is here. Mark was supposed to be here, but he's stuck on the shore or Kumu or so he couldn't get here anyway, no. is it? So no. he's a millennial, so you know, everything's sort of difficult for him. Anyway, before the break, uh, we were talking a bit of league. Um I'm just happy sports back on, as a, a lot of people are. Basketball is on five nights a week now. Local NBL sells NBL. You've been watching this. Do you have Sky? Yes. You do? Sells uh, NBL is on every single night. Is that right? It's awesome. Two games a night. It's like 10 games a week. Where are they all playing? Here in Auckland? Or yeah, it's all in uh, Waitakere Stadium. Okay. The, yeah. the, trust, the, the trust. The trust stadium. Yes, yeah. yes. And the Franklin Bulls, mm-hmm. smoke, who are a new team this year, after the dissolution of the Super City Rangers, mm-hmm. um, who Mark actually played for a couple of games, um, oh, really? I think, before he blew out his ankle or allegedly did. Anyway. That's <laughs> yeah, what happened. I missed my, my window. Um, so anyway, the Franklin Bulls are on top. Um, 
they even beat the Canterbury Rams, I think, the other day. Anyway, I'm loving local basketball. I'm not a huge basketball guy, but if it's on, I'll watch it, especially at the local level because I like to see other sports in New Zealand getting some uh, some courage. Not the shit ones, of course, but, you know, if it's, if it's good, yeah. good, like basketball or something. Yeah, it's a fun game. And as we mentioned last week, it's growing in numbers. I um, I haven't watched any of these games, but I will keep an eye out. I, when I was living in Wellington, I used to watch the Saints a few times. Yeah. Um, and as well as a bit of the netball down there also. But but basketball-wise, it's a um, – there seems to be a thriving – uh, league it's been there for, for a long time there's an undercurrent isn't yeah there? just bubbling you away you don't know it's there Nelson uh, for instance Nelson Jones um, yeah. yeah the Franklin Bulls they're out Pukekohe way is that right well yeah I think they're kind of just cobbled together but officially they're right. from out there yeah right oh that's interesting because I have seen them at my gym I have seen um, 18 practicing throughout the week I'm thinking how yeah. do you how do you get to play throughout the practice throughout the week yeah um, you've got to be either heaps of time on your hands. Well, you should you, make yourself known to them. Yeah. I'll, we should try and get a bull on the show. I'll, 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 first of all, I'll make sure they are the team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they may not. There could be some over 35 guys. Could be playing badminton. Uh, but well, speaking of badminton, badminton's on live on Sky almost every night as well. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called like the New Zealand Badminton League and I think Andrew Dewhurst um, is hosting, well, he's sort of the, the voice guy. Um, and I, I've been getting into a little badminton as well. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's it's a strange sort of a game because you because everything's a little bit in slow motion. You smash the shuttlecock and like you're waiting for you know oh shit they better react really quick. But then it sort of gets held up by you know the well by physics. Yeah, the um, um, yeah I've, I've played it a few times in my youth. Uh, so I used to play it. Too. It, was, it was a bit of fun. Yeah, um, you're right. You smash it and it, it decelerates very very quick. It's yep. a very but it is a fast game. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. The it's a it's a national to- uh, tournament here in New Zealand. Uh, I think it's a national league. League every evening. Yep. Pretty it's much, yeah, right from so. what I've seen, yeah. Oh, great. I don't know the exact schedule, but... Um, right. It must be short on light on content. Well, and it's cheap. Yeah. It's probably the first thing. Yes. Uh, they're probably getting it for nuts. Sky's probably getting it for very little. Yeah. Um, and Badminton New Zealand's probably um, w- would take anything to get the exposure, yep. which they're doing. One advantage with Sky is they can be really sport-focused because um, the rest of it's just filler content, effectively, apart from the Discovery Channel and all that. But the rest of it's just sort of cheap stuff they pick up from overseas. And yeah, it is. There's a lot of channels and a lot of lot of fluff. And there's a lot of repeats as mm-hmm. well as mm-hmm. the first. Is that a word? Repeats? It's repeats, isn't it? Like when people, repeats? Here's something that's always oh. puzzled me. Yes. I've had this with Aaron, who's been on the show before. In basketball, when they say defense, defense, isn't it defense? Why don't they say defense? I know the syllable that you know that can be distinguished as well as mm. defense. No, see I, my point. I do see your point, but, mm. I, but I can see why they do it as well. Yeah, it's simpler. Well, how would you do it? Uh, probably how they do it. <laughs> what about defense? <laughs> Something like that. Defense. Defense. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I think I think they've got it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what I don't know what Aaron <laughs> thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's always puzzled me. I don't yeah. know why. It's um, just one of those things. I attempted to watch uh, a bit of England versus the West Indies last night. Oh, Test, yes. Test cricket finally making a comeback. This is the the, the, the street strategies at play now. Yep, yep. Two things stymied me. Yes. One, I don't have a Spark Sport uh, subscription. And Weren't they giving that away? Oh, it was during the lockdown, that wasn't was it? during the lockdown. Yes. Yeah, now um, this... The, the fate of the series was actually in doubt because Sky in New Zealand pretty much pay, paid anything, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't want it effectively. Um, I think it just cost too much and they said, mm, we can't afford it. 
and Spark literally yesterday when the game started picked it up in the morning. Oh, really? That, that um, soon? And so they ran it. So anyway, I went onto my Sky app in um, the room I'm in at the moment with limited Wi-Fi, and it said I'd have to buy a whole package, blah, 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 just to watch the cricket. So I said, no, nah, maybe I'll just <laughs> watch on, um, you know, a gorilla cricket or something like that or listen to it or, you know, some, some yarn. Yes. Um, so that was a bit of a bummer. Um, but the biggest bummer was there was only time for about 10 overs play. Or right. I think it was 12 overs play or something. Yeah. Um, long enough for Dominic Sibley. It's a bit of a funny story. This guy, Dominic Sibley, who's uh, England opening batsman now, he's kind of taken over Alistair Cook's mantle since he's retired. He's played five or six tests, I think. Um He's gone all right, but recently he's lost 14 kilos. He was a little bit, right. he was a little bit podgy for an athlete, yes. put it that way. Uh, he lost 14 kilos, um, and the press all week had been, you know, cozying up to him and, and painting a picture. And you were, you'll be opening the batting, blah blah blah. But now you're so felt, you know, how's that helped your game? And he's all this, um, you know, he's all like, yeah, I, I pick my uh, pick my balls uh, better now, and my strategy and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> What does he do? Went out there, lasted four balls, left one, and it knocked us off stump. Out. Oh no! <laughs> Can you believe that? But at least he lost weight. And starts that's, a, that's the real thing. Starts as um, starts a test with that. Yeah, mm, disappointing. Yeah. After losing fourteen, and when he was fat, he yes. got a hundred and thirty-three against South Africa in his last mm. knock. Yeah, he'd be looking at what he's eating and think I should get back on the beef yeah, or whatever it was. It wasn't a good leave. I think his. I think he was dizzy from lack of food. Oh, really? So directly it related been. to his fourteen kilograms. Incredible. I wouldn't rule it out. Why would they do it for themselves? It would be hard to be a vegetarian athlete, wouldn't it? Um, I think a lot of them are. Really? I think Djokovic is. Novik Djokovic. Yeah, but he also just gave a bunch of people COVID, so he shouldn't really copy what he does. No. No. Yeah, that was a remarkable uh, choice. Yeah. Um, so, okay, who else then? I don't, can't think of anyone else. Any uh, vegan oh, no, no, athletes. That, uh, plant-based athletes. I mean, I'm thinking Celery Bull Allen here. Uh, celery Allen. Uh, thing is, Bull wasn't – he was a pescatarian. Oh, was he? He, ate, fish. he ate chicken and fish. Oh, did he? I think chicken as well. Oh, chicken I really interviewed and then, But in those days in New Zealand, if you didn't eat lamb, yeah. you were a vegetarian. Yeah, we, Do you know what I mean? If it wasn't red meat, it's no. not meat. <laughs> no. So, yeah, vegetarian. I really he ate, he ate. And he was like, no, no, I eat chicken and fish, but all these sort of old stalwarts. Well, like, I, oh, vegetarian. Was, he, was he a puff dog? <laughs> you know? They were right into it. He's a vegetarian. Of course he is. He doesn't eat meat. Yeah. Red meat, sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right, someone else. Uh, I believe there's an All Black who's a vegetarian. Um, is it TJ Perinara? That wouldn't surprise me. He's pretty He's pretty woke old TJ. I think he, he is. I think yeah. he's a vegetarian. And he'd let everyone know about it too. Yeah, how, yeah. He, how he does it. Go plant-based. Um, yeah. yeah, how he does it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but. <laughs> yeah. How he does it? He doesn't eat meat. That's how he does it. Well, did you see uh, Sia Soiola um, from the Raiders? Did you see his x-rays of his face? The what? Sorry, x-rays of his face? Yeah. No, he no. Took, he took a, a big um, forearm across the chops against St. George, and he posted a uh, x-ray of himself, like on Twitter or something, and basically it's just like there's about five or six screws, just massive screws and plates in his face. It's just robotic. It's some RoboCop shit, you know what I mean? It's that, It looks cool, though. Is that right? But it's like, geez, so this is what they do to themselves. Facial reconstruction. Yeah. Um, Smashing up my face. Yeah, I mean, the worst one I can think of was Richie Barnett and the head of Wendell Saylor. Yep. Uh, if you recall that, that was a sickening clash. I do, very sickening. And Richie Barnett is actually a local identity in Howick. Oh, really? Um, he's currently a life coach. He did run for... 
local council. I don't think he didn't get over the line. Um, but anyway, he's involved in local politics. Oh, Let's go great. that far. But I do remember that sickening content. I can't remember at the time thinking, how do you, how do you come back from this? So for this fellow as well, um, I did actually, now that you say it, I did see an image of that. I didn't read the article, but there was a pretty considerable, obviously a considerable amount of force was applied to, to the yeah. man's face. Yeah, it was nasty. I mean, it looks nasty. Yeah, it did. It really does. Speaking of being punched in the face or smashed in the face, uh, Junior Fart won't take on uh, Joseph Park. Well, David Higgins from Duco, we all know David, um, and he's basically calling out um, Junior Fart for not taking a 500 grand uh, deal on his next fight. Have you seen this? It's something that he has called embarrassing for Junior, as only David Higgins can yeah, it, it, it's a sliding deal, isn't it? So he gets 200, is, yeah. 200 confirmed, and then if they get the right amount of pay per view viewers, then he gets up to five hundred grand, I think. And how many? Yeah, you know, how much money does Junior Far typically make in a in a, in a fight? I would imagine that two hundred would be a good place to start. From what I understand, he makes about fifty grand per fight. Yeah, well, mm. okay. But he is thirty years old. I mean, it's he's not really some young up and comer, is he? He's no. Been, I mean that's not that old in boxing, but no, not in that division either. No, um, no. But the um, oh, that's that's interesting. Um, the promoter called Lou DeBaller, some um, guys from the Jersey Shore or something. He he said it was unacceptable. Was the quote? Yeah, I, I read a bit about him too. I mean, um, he probably wants more of a payday for himself. Yeah, he said once we do this and take that and do this, there's not much there, which is true, yeah. of course. Which is true, isn't that? Yeah, um, Junior Far won't get too handy. He'll he'll get probably only fifty, oh, who 50 knows, yeah. whatever. But I'd, yeah, it's do you, do you expect because they've, they've, they've had a, have had a storied career in their amateur days, so, yep. and, which I think um, Junior Far actually has the advantage. He of, does, um, and I don't think they like each other too much. Either. No, so they'll probably say they do, but I don't. Think who's it going to help? Is it going to help Parker? Is it? Gonna, I mean, what's the likely outcome? First of all, um, yep. I don't know much about Junior Far. Uh, Far, I haven't yep. watched him. Um, I've heard he's got probably more talent than Parker. Well, really, uh, raw talent. Yes, probably hasn't been harnessed and managed as much as Parker has. Right. The, the sad thing for Joseph Parker is you can clearly see he doesn't have enough hate inside. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't mm-hmm. have the anger that right. you need to succeed at, at as a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? Like he, he doesn't – if he gets the foot in the throat, he doesn't really finish guys off as, as much as he probably could. Um, he just looks a bit nice to me. You were watching him with a um, – you know, when oh, Derek Chisora, when he had that fight, uh, was it, this one was a Dillian White. The one where he got pushed all over the show and yep. you know, blatantly uh, egging him on and, and doing things, and they had a bit of a heat clash yep. too, which I think was accidental or what was deemed accidental, certainly. Yeah. Um, and no points taken away, though, I don't believe. No. But uh, yeah, he didn't, yeah, he, 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 he sort of looked for someone to intervene. Uh, That's exactly what I'm getting when at. When you're in there, you, yeah. it's you and it's him. So yeah. th- you just sort it out. A lot of that might come from uh, the fact he's come from a small talent pool and he's bashed everyone that he's fought. Do you know what I mean by that? Possibly. Because um, remember Ruiz, though, Ruiz beat him up a little bit, even though he allegedly won that, Parker. Yes. Uh, Ruiz gave him a bit of a hiding as well. Yes, he did get touched up. Um, um, and and he, he hadn't really had that before. No. That was the thing. No. He got some sympathetic local voting, I think. He's taken a few chops, though, hasn't he? I mean, he got hit yep. a few times and yep. he, he, um, he, he, he showed he's got a bit of chin there. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, significant amounts of energy have been transferred from one person's body through their fist into the other person's <laughs> yeah. head. Uh, and he can do that pretty good. <laughs> he can do that pretty good. <laughs> he can man. absorb those. And that's sort of all you need. 
um, at the end of the day. Did you see this uh, footballer? Uh, I think it's Patrick, his name from Lazio, and he he bit um, he bit a guy from Lecce. I think he's pronounced. Uh, cost him $17,250, which in football is, is like 12, 12 bucks yeah, to us. Chump change. Um, and four games off, which whatever, um, for biting a guy. And he went on Twitter and said that at the time when he did it, he was not in a lucid state. In a l- lucid state. So was he asleep or? And and I don't know. <laughs> Silent lucidity. So quiet contemplation, what, zoned out? This is, is what, what he I mean. I, I don't quite know what he means either. No. Um, unless it's a lost in translation situation, you know, and he said something he local some, that yes. we don't really understand or... Yeah, it's probably lucid I wasn't with it. I mean, those aren't excuses though, are they? No, he's a dirty mongrel because he bit someone. Yeah. Only dogs bite people. Yeah, or Suarez. Yeah, or... Yeah, yeah there's a few things. <laughs> or Luis Suarez. Yeah. yeah. But there's a few things. But I thought we'd gone past this point in evolution we where we're biting people. Bite, well... In real life or in sports as well? In sports. In sports, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think biting does it, yeah. As a professional sports person, In front of people. You shouldn't really be biting Biting people. people. Especially during COVID as well yes. is the other thing. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, really. No, I mean, not, not good at all. UK rugby, um, when I say UK rugby, you know, the Guinness Premiership, um, they've had 10 positive, uh, 10 test positive players have tested positive for COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a lot. A squad of what, 30 or so, a third? Well, I don't think it's one team. Oh, I okay. think in total, it's a cumulative oh, total, thing. Total. Um, it's the new AIDS, though, isn't What's it? What's it? Possibly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't know if it's the new AIDS, but. Probably not as destructive as AIDS in, in Africa and places no. like that. But so saying, so they don't know their contract tracing, uh, for instance, contact tracing, sorry. Yeah. Do they know how that works? Do they know, you know where they're getting it or no? Is it just one of those I, I don't know. I didn't read that far because oh. as soon as it said UK rugby, I got bored. Right, yeah. Stop reading. It's it. stuck in the mud. Um, yeah, so I don't really know, but it's, it's certainly something that's going to affect Europe for quite some time, I think, yes. until they find a. <laughs> A vaccine of uh, some kind. Uh, Warriors coaches, the shortlist, Nathan Brown appears to be the front runner. Nathan Brown? Wayne Bennett told the media to F off like he always does, but that doesn't mean he uh, isn't interested. Do you think he'd come? He's got a he's got an intellectually handicapped son, I think, though, hasn't he? And I think that prevents him from travelling. He doesn't want to travel. No, no. I think that's what it is. Uh, Jason Riles, who was a good prop in his day, uh, but has never been a head coach, I understand. So... Um, that probably limits them. But that's never stopped the Warriors before. No. You know, who, who were you referring to in that one? Jason Riles. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Bro- the, oh. For the Warriors, I mean. The, who, in who, terms of coaches? Yeah. Uh, well, they pushed forward Daniel Anderson, remember, when he was the assistant, and they pushed forward uh, Cappy McFadden. They did. Another one. And they both had good little stints for a little while. Well, they while. weren't terrible coaches, no. I thought. But they, you could tell they didn't quite uh, – Daniel Anderson definitely improved, didn't he? Yes. Um, but because he was the backup to Mark Graham, I think, wasn't he? Right, right. Um, they definitely improved. Cappy McFadden probably wasn't uh, um, demonstrative enough fellow to be a co- uh, head coach. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean by that? He Because um, he went back to another club into, as a reserve. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he stayed at the Warriors he as, did. as a water boy. Yes. <laughs> up until it was the last season, I think. Just like Tana um, Humanga. Yeah. It must be pretty demoralising, though. If you're the head coach, now you're the water boy. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, yes, it's a it's a swing. I think the water boy is gone. You know, it's obviously that mm. they are the water boy. It's a little joke, but it's working better for Tana now. So, 
I reckon it's a lot of it's just a personality thing. Like some people are meant to be uh, like managers and, and, you know, if they're in the army, not everyone can be a captain, you know what I mean? Well, there's a lot like, of box checking as a manager. There's a lot of – That's the thing. There's a lot of that where you're probably a bit more freer in other areas yeah. to do other things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would be perhaps my take on it. Uh, but, uh, again, I'm, I'm not in the inner, inner workings. Not in the inner workings. No. Not in a lucid state. No, it wasn't a lucid state. That's, I, the, that's the theme of the night, lucid states, I think. Um, well, it's something to do after the show anyway, isn't it? Correct. Get into such state. So, all right, we've covered Super Rugby. Um, did you watch any of the Aussie Super Rugby? Brisbane, I, Queensland. No. No, you didn't watch. You didn't know a uh, Brisbane. Que- yeah. What am I, I saying? I Queensland, gonna, New South Wales. I was going to ask, how did that game go? Um, Queensland won. Yes. Yes. And... I'm quite enjoying watching some of the Aussie stuff. How did it look? How, how do they look? Uh, it looks like a ragtag bunch of players that are right. thrown together is okay. what it looks like. Not so much in that game, but in the um, stuff with – oh, the Brumbies looked okay, but with a, a, the Melbourne side, what are they called? Renegades or – yeah. Renegades? Melbourne Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> so Renegades. That's how little anyone, yeah. anyone notices Australian rugby They'd now. They'd be loving that, wouldn't they? They would. Uh, yeah, I um, – There's some strange distancing in the crowd. I I was trying to work out whether the crowd was staying a metre or two away from each other or if the crowd just sucked and there was no one there. Do you know, see my point? Right, right. I couldn't quite work it out. No, so it was like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I did see a guy who looked like he was there with his girlfriend and they were sitting together – Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it might not be a spatial thing. Could be in their, bu- their own bubbles, though. Exactly, they could yeah. be in their own bubble. So where are all these games being played? Are they all in the same spot, like uh, the basketball okay, compass, so the, or they do travel? Because obviously, well, they won't be in Melbourne. Won't be in Melbourne. It's fine, but are they, are they all? Are they all in the same? On the same spot? Same spot? Same spot? Like spot? Like the basketball? 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 Compass? Compass? I think Sydney's still, still good, isn't it? I believe I'll, have, so. I'll have to double check and Canberra's okay. So okay, so they're still they're pretty sound there. And Queensland's okay. Still to an three, extent. Three just, spots. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the hex is on Victoria at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, they've yeah. had a rough time, Victoria. I was actually doing some umpiring uh, for the Victorian Premier Cricket League in January. I was over there, and there was um, the bushfires, of course. Yes, of course. And we had to call a couple of games off just because of the smoke. Like I literally just was choking. Right, it was that bad? I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And how far away was the fires? Uh, okay, Australia is pretty big, so I think they were literally sort of. 200 k's away probably. Oh, really? That yeah. much from and we're still getting kilometers. choked. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And it didn't really let up until it started raining one day. There was a massive thunderstorm and it pissed down and it kind of cleared the smoke a little bit. Right. Um, and things got a bit better then. But coupled that with this recent uh, lockdown, COVID lockdown and stuff like that. It's, it's been a it's, tough old... Uh, it's not a fun place to be at the moment. No, you know? no. Um, so, hey... Everyone just needs to pull together, man. Yeah, be a team. You must be pissed off being at home again for another six weeks, so I just going, this sucks. It would be remarkable to see what happens, yeah. Yeah, because um, that'll take them up to sort of September, won't it? Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, it's all the, um, uh, what do you call it? Well, all the AFL's going to be affected, isn't it? Oh, they, that, yeah, that can't. That's got to all be out of state now. All out of state. I actually, I should have caught up with that before I came on, but I – 
Um, I'm sure someone will correct me online or something, but the uh, AFL, it can't, obviously it can't be in Melbourne. Or no. um, not even in Geelong. No. Of all places. No, it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's, it's another six weeks, not just from a sporting perspective, uh, but, yeah, from a living, it, mm. it'll be really tough. Because so, Australia usually showed their usual brashness and declared everything over and stuff over there. And now, now they've got this second wave. Um, it's sort of obviously changing the dynamic. And and they've had to – we were talking about the 2020 World Cup in Australia a couple of weeks ago, and they've yes. had to – they didn't cancel it. I think they've postponed it. They're looking at pushing it into sort of March or so, but then the problem is it clashes with the women's right, uh, right. World Cup. So there's probably a bit of a shitstorm coming, either that or a, or a bumper summer for cricket lovers. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Glass half full, isn't it? Either way, I mean, it could be the anticipation of what could happen in those matches. Yeah. If you're that much into it. Yeah. It could be like the real thing. Could be. Or, yeah. But, yeah, you but, better hope. <laughs> you better hope. But not. <laughs> but not at all. We've got seven seconds left. There was East FM 88.1, 107.9.